and we're back here in the fourth quarter. Sorry again, my internet has been causing me all sorts of problems here this morning, but we're back. Fourth quarter, Canada did make a three there to start off this quarter, so they're now down by only nine. So again, Canada, as you mentioned, have to have a quick start. That three might be a good omen to that. As Diaz got his third foul there for Spain. So Canada will keep possession. Right now it looks like Barrett, SGA, Brooks. I want to say it's Powell. It looks like it is Powell. And Dort are the start are the starting lineup. But Dort's only got one more foul before he fouls. Because I believe FIBA used the five foul rules. SGA shoots and misses. But they're going to call the foul on the white shirt, so that's three shots for Shea Gilgis Alexander. Well, that's a start. Garuba there takes the foul. It's his second. Only his second. Be surprisingly, Cage, I haven't seen a Herman Gomez brother. I'm not sure if I'm looking at one and just can't tell that was him, but I have not seen one yet as SGA makes number one. Yeah, they're keeping out Aldama. They have not subbed in either Juancho or Willie yet. I do want to mention Kelly Olenek back on the bench for Dwight Powell, which has been a, I'll say, welcomed switch here for Canada as Dwight Powell's been great here. And yes, both Hernan Gomez brothers right now are on the bench for Spain. As SGA now with this free throw will miss, so he does not get 20 as they're going to call a foul on Dylan Brooks as down went Aldama. They're kind of they're out calling for a technical here. We'll see if they call it a tech there against Dylan Brooks. He's already got an unsportsmanlike foul. So if he gets a second, that will be an automatic ejection, I believe. As the referees are gonna talk about it. This is where you wish you had a challenge or a or a way to make the referees review it here. I think. I think Canada does have a challenge. Well, I think they're going to review it anyway, or the referees review, which I think they should, because this might, I'm not this might absolve Brooks, because I think they're going to call it a foul anyway, but we'll see if they just call it a, a team foul or if they just call it what they call it here. Because I don't know, Katie, because it just looks like Dylan Brooks tried to Swipe the ball away, and Aldama was in kind of, I guess, in the way because it doesn't look in, I get, okay, it doesn't look intentional. It's very little contact, as well, in my opinion, because he caught him with like the with the tricep. He didn't even call, catch him with a forearm or like the elbow. He caught him with like his his tricep or bicep. Like he caught him with like very high up. So like. You could definitely tell it's not intentional. Cause he didn't catch him with an elbow or like the forearm coming down like a sledgehammer. What do and you I think, Cajun? I guess it's just the motion of it because he was trying to, well, he missed at the ball. He's aiming for the ball. He missed at the ball, but he's aiming, like you see from this replay, he's clearly aiming for the ball. 
he's trying to whack it. Because, again, as we talked about, the Canadians are not even trying to re- out-rebound this, this Spanish team. They're just trying to whack the ball to other Canadian players. So we'll see if the referees agree with us, Cajun. And they're going to call no foul, I'm going to say. So I think they are going to call it just coincidental. I was hoping they were going to review it so they could see that because Aldama obviously sold it like he got, you know, clubbed in the face. But I would say that's not intentional. As Dylan Brooks didn't even really notice Aldama was below him. But it will be Spain ball, of course, because of the missed free throw there from Canada. SGA now stuck at 19 points. So no foul on Dylan Brooks? No foul on Dylan Brooks. Which is the right call, in my opinion. I think you agree with me on that. That is the right call. Yeah, I agree with you there. Like, Sergio, Sergio gonna need Sergio gonna need four glasses of water after this. Yeah, he 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 almost gives me the passion of um, Doug Collins, the former Bulls head coach. I think everyone's seen everyone who definitely listens to this has definitely seen um, the Last Dance documentary and if you haven't i will say the last dance documentary shows that doug collins former bulls head coach michael jordan's first bulls head coach or i guess second second bulls head coach i believe actually that doug collins used to sweat like disgustingly disgusting amounts when he was with the chicago bulls like he would like profusely sweat when he was the head coach Oh, man. Did they call that a jump ball? I believe so. So Spain ball. Oh, and that's fortunate for Dort because if they had called a foul on that, that would have been his fifth. Fifth and final. And I believe, I, I know Sergio Scariola, the head coach of Spain, kept trying to call it that. And again, I think SGA might have gotten away with a little reach in there. That's now Canada goes into their horn set. RJ drives in, kicks out to Brooks. Brooks holds up, passed around the horn. RJ pulls it, and it doesn't go, and possession will go the other way. And they're going to call a travel against Spain, so the ball will go the other way. I'm not even going to say Canada's getting these stops, but they are getting advantageous chances here. We'll see if they can keep them advantageous, Cajun. Because they have not been really able to capitalize. But Canada, again, could really use some more chunks out of this lead. Brooks now for three rattles it in. Dylan Brooks. We can't even make fun of him now, Cage. He's got 17 points. Yo, he came He came to play. Canada's finest. I've never seen him play like this before, Cajun. I've never seen him play like this before. This is my first time ever seeing Dylan Brooks play, like, actually well. Hey, man. Uh, Dylan Brooks, man. All defensive team. And he stole it away. No, not saying his defensive acumen hasn't been great. He gets a steal there. Ar- or SGA. To Barrett. 4-3. No good. 
possession is going to go to Spain, I believe. Might have a conference here between the ref of the officials. We'll see if they do have a little bit of a, a corrobora uh, uh, corroboration. And again, Cajun, I don't think we've seen a Hernan Gomez brother yet. You got to wonder if Juancho and or Willie are going to check back in here soon. Well, I guess for Wancho, he hasn't been very – he's been very – he's been effective at times, but it's been Willie who has really killed him on – has really given Canada all sorts of fits. They miss another layup, rebounded by Powell, up now for RJ. RJ legs up and out, passed out Dort for three, no good, and they can't get the rebound again. So I'm not going to say Canada settling off the offensive there by Lou Dort, who ended up shooting the three, but Spain now, they show up the graphic, which always worries you. They haven't scored for about three minutes and 45 seconds, almost four minutes now. They have gone scoreless here in this fourth quarter, and I believe that even dates back a little bit to the third quarter. As they shoot that long three, no good. They rebound it, though, so they get a second chance. Driving up and good, and Spain finally get themselves on the board, and guess who it is? It's Santiago Baldama. Dylan Brooks laid a, or shot up, misses. Powell can't rebound it. Brooks can't rebound it. Taken now by Dort. Lou Dort going in, and they're going to call a block there against Aldama. I all get again every time you see Dort go cage, you get a little worried that they could call that a, a charge and send his night, uh, send Lou Dort for an early shower, but they rightly call it a block on Aldama. So now two shots for Lou Dort. This game's going right down to the wire. And you can't really ask for a better game than this. I mean, yes, you can, Cajun. You can ask for Canada to be absolutely blowing out Spain. But anyway, you know, I, I won't argue with you. I, I, I won't, we won't. We won't argue the semantics as Dort misses number one. I mean, one. As, a, as a Team Canada fan, not not necessarily um, as Dort misses the first. You probably are ahead of me. I am a little bit. And Dort misses number two. Yeah, Dort's only got three points today. He had 17 against Brazil. So offensively, Dort's not necessarily been where he was at just a few days ago, but defensively, he's still been there. Mm -hmm. And they're going to call the reach there on Canada. Now, 5.21 to go. Got to find some sort of way. Dor just checked out, too, by the way. And I want to mention here before we continue, Cajun, that RJ has picked up his fourth foul of the night. So RJ got to be careful. I want to mention, and I believe that is Juancho Hernan Gomez is now in. 
as Spain lay it up and not in, they were looking for another foul call as now Canada will come the other way, down now only by six. Dylan Brooks now, back pass for Olinick. Olinick for three, no good, and they can't again get the rebound. So the Albert Glass is a little over halfway done here in the fourth quarter. And Canada is still struggling. As up and they're going to call a foul there on the Aldama attempt. And that's a Jim. Ooh, I haven't seen a whole lot of. Not even sure what league he's in, Cajun. You probably know a lot more about EGM than I do. But you can give us the inside scoop on a lesser, lesser use Cajun. He actually just checked out with his second foul. But now back to the line will go. And actually, no, that's Willie Hernan Gomez, who misses number one. And he's and he's giving Canada fits in the time that in the time that he's been on the floor. As he's been all game, as you mentioned, he's been giving Canada trouble. And he makes number two, does Willie Hernan Gomez. So Canada's got to get something going offensively, but again, they got to do getting something going defensively too. It's it's kind of that double-edged sword. They got to get some stops and they got to get some makes. That's Dylan yep. Brooks now up and in for Dylan Brooks. He's he 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 came to play. He's got 19. He's take, kind of taken over that Lou Dort role that Lou Dort had in the last game against Brazil. Yep. As again, Lou Dort has only got three, and he is checked out. Oren Gomez up, and they're going to call it a foul against Canada? I'm not even sure who got it. Or did they call it a charge against Hernan Gomez? I couldn't really tell there. It might have been a foul on Brooks. I think it was a foul on Canada. I couldn't tell why everyone kind of moving the other direction, but it is a foul on Dylan Brooks. That's his fourth of the game. So only he, he has no more fouls to give before he's done. For the night. So that's now Lou Dort's got four. Dylan Brooks has got four. RJ Barrett's got four. As the first one's a make for Willie Hernan Gomez. Gotta wonder if Wancho will come in here in the last four minutes of this game. But Spain again is slightly pulling away here with 22 points in favor of Willie Hernan Gomez. And add one more to it with a second free throw. Nine of ten from the free throw line. Spain actually did struggle at the free throw line against Latvia. They have not tonight. As SGA steps back, no good. Ball bounced up, though. Rebounded by SGA. SGA now into the corner for three. It's good for Canada. Back down now only by four. And that's uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, his first three of the night, only his fifth point of the day. And again, and Canada, Cajun, need to stop. Big time. They almost got one there. 
And of course, now my stream's going to tell me, give me a second to buffer. They shoot the three Cajun and they miss it. So Canada's got a chance here to cut into this lead again. Brooks, though, loses it. He's played so well. And that giveaway is costly for Canada. Passed around that three. No good. Dylan Brooks rebounds it. And Canada again with a chance here to go. I think they might call that a block there against Spain as SGA goes down. And it will be a foul against Spain. And I believe that is Rudy Fernandez getting his third foul. And it is as he went for the reach. So Canada, again, really need to get a basket here or at least get some points here. It's free throws if it's a three, if it's a two. not real doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Passed into Dylan Brooks. Brooks for Olenek. Or Barrett off the screen, who lost possession, and it goes the other way. Canada struggled in clutch time against Brazil. And they're struggling here against Spain, as Aldama checks back in. So now they got Aldama and Hernan Gomez, the Willy, the Willy variety, on the floor. Canada need at least one more stop here to get this lead manageable, at least within one possession. That pass, kickball, I believe it'll be off Canada, so possession will stay with Spain. That ball up, and it's missed there by Spain. So, again, Canada get another stop. Their defense has really been good. It has really been good for the most part in this fourth quarter. SGA now up and in, and it's an and one for the Oklahoma City Thunder point guard. And, man, was that needed. Was that needed indeed? And 151 left, two-point game. I'm pretty sure you're ahead of me right now, Spencer. Well, say SGA made the free throw. They're now down by only one right now are the Canadians. So Canada's got to keep playing smothering defense here with 140 left in this game. Passed in, and they're going to call the foul against Barrett. 
as Willie Hernan Gomez will go back to the line. And is that RJ's fifth? That is RJ's fifth. So now he's down for the last minute and a half of this game. It was a good foul, though. Make him earn it at the line because the way this was going... The way this would have gone, Hernan Gomez would have gotten an easy two there. So you never want to see RJ Barrett. You never want to see RJ Barrett on the bench late in a game as Lou Dort checks in on the bench having fouled out. But if it means stopping an easy layup, so be it. You just hope it doesn't cost Canada in the end not having RJ on the floor. I mean, the way Brooks is playing, uh, that might uh, that might not it might not be a bad thing. He makes number one. And he makes number two. So Spain now up by three with a minute and a half left in this fourth and potentially final quarter. As Hernan Gomez will now check out with 25 and 6, 25.6 rebounds. I think this is more so off, more or less so offense, defense substitution for Team Spain. Definitely seems to be that way. SGA now kind of gets the push screen there from Brooks. Brooks now 4 3, ties the game. Dylan Brooks. My goodness. His name is Dylan Brooks. I'm not even going to say Dillion because this man has, if he continues playing like this, he, he... Canada stole it away, but they're going to call a push-off fouler, I believe, against Brooks, but I mean, it's his fifth. No, it isn't. He oh. stepped out of bounds. Oh, they're saying he stepped out of bounds, which again, is even better for Canada. I couldn't tell if Brooks was calling to the bench for a sub or if he was calling to the guys to go to the other end of the floor. And arguably, looking at that play, you could have argued that that could have been that should have been Brooks's fifth foul. But Spain, because they challenged this, they used up their challenge early in this game. Can't use it now. So now they get a chance here to take a lead. They haven't been able to get. For so long, they got so close in the third quarter. SGA, step back, bang. Deep two, puts Canada up by two. He's got 25 on the night, and Canada inch a little bit closer, Cajun, to the quarterfinals. I'll be honest, Cajun, I'm a pessimist. I watch sports pessimistically. I just do, can't explain it. When I watch sports, I always think my team's going to lose. Doesn't matter what sport it is. I have hope, but I always think they're going to lose. I thought Canada, Cajun, going into this fourth quarter, were dead and buried. Cajun, I thought the Canadians were dead and buried. SGA puts Canada up by two with 40 seconds left, and there's a little bit of life, Cajun. Not a whole lot of life. They still got to make a couple more stops, but there's some life. And and I mentioned this at the very beginning of the quarter, or at the end of the third quarter. Spain had a double-digit lead against Latvia and blew it. They've made one shot this fourth quarter. Spain is made 1-2. They're 0-4 from 3. They're 1-5 from 2. And they're 5-6 from the free throw line. 
seven points in the four, seven points, I believe, in the fourth quarter. They have really struggled to get the offense going in this fourth and final quarter. I'm not sure what court that is with Spain, but they've been really struggling the last two games. And this is where having, this is where not having Ricky Rubio hurts. Because you can at least get into your sets more often and not eat up clock and get a good shot off and get a good possession offensively off. And I will quickly say, Cajun, right now the fourth quarter is 21 to 7 in favor of Canada, which is why they're up now by two. And I also want to mention here that Google is well, well ahead of me, so I'm going to put it down so I don't look at it and get. A little too excited as Canada almost steal it there again. That's Dylan Brooks getting his hand in the cookie jar. Spain driving, pass into the middle, stolen away, and Lou Dort takes it away. Lou Dort back on the floor for his defense. SGA now brings it up the floor. SGA taking his time, and they're going to foul the first team all nba with 21 seconds left here in the game. What a turn of events. It looked like you were right. You were right, Spencer. It looked like Canada was dead in the water heading into the fourth quarter. And now SGA has a chance to put Canada up. But they showed he up on makes number one. But they showed up on both ends of the floor. SGA come SGA coming up clutch late, but the MVP of this game. Dare I say it has to be Dylan Brooks. I want to say, though, SGA makes number two, Cajun. Canada up by four, 21 seconds left. Spain's got to make a basket quick, then either get a steal or a foul to keep this game at least with a chance for the Spanish because this game with 21 seconds left looks like it's falling the way of the Red Shirts. Not saying it will yet because there's still 21 seconds. That's lots of time, but they're... Pardon me, are no fouls to give on either side. So you foul, you're going to the line for both sides. Yep. And now, Cajun, this is where you wonder. Now, I don't think this early, but you got to wonder. Does Canada intentionally foul? There's always that argument. Normally, it's by three, but at this point with four, do you foul between 12 and five seconds? Or do you let your team play defense? I personally elect to play defense. That's my style. But I also Why, know lots of coaches, including Roy Williams, who won a national championship at Chapel Hill with North Car- with North Carolina, the Tar Heels, believed in fouling. So, and here's the reason why: Spain's only scored seven points in this fourth quarter. Why are you giving them three points? One basket from the from open play. I agree with you. No, I I, I I'm just giving up the point, Cage. I I promise. I'm not electing to try to say that I I agree. Because I personally believe in just now, playing defense. Now, in some defense. situations, I would agree with intentionally fouling, but Spain struggled to score. Don't give them a lifeline. Don't throw them the buoy there, Cajun. Just let them, let them drown. Yeah. And now Spain trying to drive in on door, up and in. So they do get a basket here with 16 seconds left on the clock. So this is, again, where you got to get worried if you're a, a Team Canada fan. They got to get the ball inbounded. Yep. Don't they have time also? I don't I'm not exactly sure. And they're waiting here for this the substitutions by Spain. 
Um, Spain's really trying to get those subs on the floor. The, the refs are really sending them away. And on the timeout is taken, I believe, by Canada. And I'm going to be honest, if Dort didn't have four fouls, that would have been a stop. You definitely would have thought so, Cajun. Poor Lou Dort. Kind of handcuffed. So was Dylan Brooks. RJ Barrett was until he got his fifth foul up in a minute and a half ago. About a minute 15 ago. But with 15.9 left in the fourth quarter, I said 16 seconds. It's basically 16 seconds. Can't get the ball inbound, Cajun. You got to get the ball inbound. This ball cannot, cannot touch a white shirt's hand. As long as it hits a Canadian and stays in play, Canada's got a chance to ice this game a little bit more. Because eventually Spain's either going to get a stop or Canada's going to miss a free throw. Or get a steal. Whatever, I guess, comes first. But the steal right now is what Canada's got to worry about. The free throws will come, you know, if they don't foul, which they have to foul, you know, it'll come. Yeah, but you can't. You cannot, cannot let this ball get stolen. Yep. As the inbound is in the Canadian end. It is Olinick putting it in. The probably oldest Canadian, at least the most most seasoned Canadian. SGA does get it. SGA is going to bring it up the floor. They try to poke it away, and they will bring the foul there. Only about three seconds have dreamed off the clock. 13 seconds exactly are left in the fourth quarter now as SGA goes back to the line. Or was that a very long three seconds? I'll be honest, Cajun. I'm kind of with you there, but I'm also kind of thinking I can't tell if either it's the Sportnet, Sportsnet clock or the in, like the in-house clock or if it's maybe because of how long it took Olenek to get the ball in. I'm not exactly sure, but I, w- I would agree with you that that definitely did not feel like 2.9 seconds that SGA – had that ball in his possession. I was like, with all that but going? But no. No, it is 13 on their clock, and SGA makes number one. I think oh. that's RJ right now on the bench. Can't watch. Yeah, it's our, I, I, I said it's RJ. I can't really tell who that is. Somebody, somebody's got their shirt over their eyes, Cajun. I'm almost at that Edgem? point. That might be Melvin Edgem. Well, whoever it was, Cajun, they 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 were not, not able to look. Thank goodness we are. We have to, as SGA makes both. Clockwork, clockwork, baby, clockwork. Now Canada just gotta just gotta let them chew up clock. Do not let them get that quick basket because they're gonna shoot the three. They do. It's good. Aldama makes it, but they get it into SGA, and they will call the foul against Spain with 4.5 left. Now we've talked about important. We have, I don't think we've even talked about important free throws yet. As every free throw gets more and more important occasion. I think this will be the end of it. This is the most important free throws that SGA are going to shoot is is going to shoot this tournament. At at yep. least at this point of the tournament, this is the most important free throws he's taken. Because with Spain making that last three, even with four and a half seconds left. You gotta worry that Aldama is gonna take that shot again. SGA makes number one. Maybe again, Cajun. I don't know if Spain's got a timeout. If they don't, intentional they don't. miss might be in the cards. They don't. they don't. Intentional miss might be in the cards. Chew up that last 45 seconds. Don't let them set up. But again, if you intentionally I, miss and they get down the floor, you give them a free chance to score. He makes the third, the, the, the second. They're back up by three. Spain's gotta get an inbound and gotta get a three away. They inbound it. 
four seconds, three seconds. Aldama from ever, no good, and Canada are going to the quarterfinals. Too close for comfort. Too close to call. But Canada on to the quarterfinals of the World Cup. And qualifying for Paris next year. That is right. With with that, they are now one of the top two. They are the the second top North American team, actually, with that win cage. And they jump Latvia. I think think technically, depending on the way they're going to seed these, that means Canada is the number one seed of the North American teams. Because, well, actually, wait. No, pardon me. I believe even with that Lithuanian win that they would still be below the Americans. I'd have to check here the standings. No, because the Lithuanians won. So they're 5-0. and oh. So Lithuania outdid the Americans. So I'm not sure between Canada and America who would take that spot. Because technically, Cajun, with that three-point win, Canada has one more point in differential over the Americans. 110 to 109. And they're both 4-1. and one. So I don't know maybe if if Canada would qualify as the number one team out of North America, because again, it was the top two North American teams qualify for the Olympics in this World Cup. Canada and the U.S. are the only two North American teams to make it out of the second stage. So they both obviously qualify out of North, North America. But now it's who gets first. Is it whoever goes farther? Or is it whoever was higher at this stage? You got to wonder, Keiju. But without, without that speculation of who, might, what the qualifications look like. further at this point. Well, if it is, then I guess Canada's got some work to do here. You got to expect the Americans are looking at a gold medal or bust, even with that loss to Lithuania earlier today. But far from that right now, Canada has qualified for the Olympics. It has been so long since it was since we've gone to say that. And I do want to quickly want to say that it makes officially Canada qualify as the number one team in the division. But I think that might be a bittersweet feeling as they got to take on Luka Doncic and the Slovenians in the next round. Honestly, I like it. You got to play good teams from here on out. And they just played one of arguably their toughest tests. And the reigning champions, the re- the reigning the reigning World Cup champions, Spain. And th- and you mentioned this before during the Brazil game. I believe it was Argentina, France, Spain, and Australia, the final four teams at the 2019 FIBA World Cup, right? I believe so. Yeah. I'll check them. in a second. I'm, I'm checking the, the Olympics first. But anyway, continue. And none of them are in the quarterfinals. None of them. None of them made it that far. And I believe you're right because I believe I said that France was already out, that Australia was already out. Argentina didn't even qualify. For and and Argentina up. wasn't even here. So it was Spain were the last team to be left of last year's qualifiers. Or last year's finalists, if you will, semifinal. I'll say semifinalists because they all play. I had to play a semifinal, and now they're all out. So we'll have a new bronze medalist, fourth place, se- second place silver medalist, and gold medalist, and World Cup winner. We will have a completely different set of 
of semifinalists here at the 2023 World Cup. Which is rather interesting, Cajun, if you think about it. Because that could give Canada a chance for the first time in a while to get themselves near a podium. Yeah. They are going to have a tough test against Slovenia. But I would argue, if they get, get past... But I would argue, considering what they had to go through to get through Spain, I think they I think they're battle tested. Well, in that twenty-seven to twelfth fourth quarter, I think proves it. That's the second straight big lead that Spain's blown. One to Latvia, one to Canada. But regardless of that, Cajun, you know, with those big blown leads, it's shown that Canada and Latvia can come back down big. Yep. And are not scared to play you if that means they got to be down big. And just looking at the Olympic qualifiers here, Cajun, Canada has not been to the Olympics since it looks like Sydney? 2000. Sydney, Australia, you're right, 2000. So 24 years in the making when they step foot in Paris, in France, they will be at their first Olympics. And what feels like in a full generation just about Cajun since you were a child before I was born. Oh man, so this is only the first time you see them in the Olympics in your lifetime. In, in my and life. Thanks, and thanks for making me feel old. As You're welcome. I, 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 I thought I thought I'd sprinkle that in your in, in there for you. But anyway, I, I also will I, I will mention Cajun. Canada's only ever placed once at the Olympics. They got silver back in 1936. Were you alive then, Cajun? That one was in Berlin. That was the Berlin 36 Summer Olympics. I was alive back then. That was the 36 Olympics. They then lost the bronze medal game twice in, in 76 and 84. They withdrew from the Moscow Olympics in the, from, in the at then Soviet Union in 1980, but they withdrew, obviously, I assume, because of the Soviet Union. In 1980, but they were fourth in and 76. They were fourth in 84. So they've only ever medaled once at the Olympics, and that was over almost a hundred years ago. So this Canadian team has a chance to make history. And I want to mention here at the World Cup, the highest Canada's ever gotten at the FIBA World Cup, formerly World Championship, is sixth. Canada has topped out at sixth. They had it twice. In 1978 and 1982, you can say a golden generation with their fourth place at the Olympics as well in that era. But the highest they've ever placed is sixth. They have a chance to eclipse that as well. Now, again, they still got to beat Slovenia. There's still some there's some still some heavy lifting that got to be done here by this Canadian team. But the reason why I'm saying all of this, all these numbers, all these things about qualification and where they've placed in their best places is because I believe, as I said with my rather outlandish prediction, but my prediction of Canada out blowing out Spain, which obviously they didn't. But anyway, that in my opinion, this Canadian team can do something special. That's why I'm saying all these places. That's why I'm giving you all these numbers to kind of just sit in your brain and stew on with sixth at the World Cup slash World Championships, only medaled once at the Olympics, have made three medal games at the Olympics, two bronze medal and one gold medal, but have never done recently at least have done well at these tournaments. The last time they were a top 10 finish at the World Championship slash World Cup was in 1994. Wow. So that was when they were 7th. They were 12th in 98, 13th in 2002, didn't qualify in 06, 
in qualifying 2014 were 22nd in 2010 and 21st in 2019. So this Canadian team has struggled at this tournament. But this year, I'm saying is the year. I'm not no Leaf fan, but this year might be a little bit different. Because this team is supremely talented and have a chance to do something that this Canadian program, this Canadian Canada as a country, has never never really been able to do, and that's do really well at the World Cup and then do really well at the Olympics. Because again, they officially qualified for with that win over Spain. And I gotta go, and I and I have to go through the stat line here just for a quick second. RJ Barrett, even though he fouled out a much better game. 16, 16, 16 points. Shea Gilgis Alexander, 14 of 16 from the line. Seven assists. 30 points. A 30 piece for. for... No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I was going to say uh, Blank's finest, but I'm not going to do it. For your sake, I won't. Um. Lou Dort had a rough game. But defensively, he was there. Defensively, he definitely was there. I got a shout out Dylan Brooks. Here we go. I, no more Dylan Brooks slander on this show. You can't slander him anymore. Because he hit some big shots down the stretch and in the fourth quarter. He arguably kept them in it until Shea took over. And he took and he hit that big three to tie the game up at 80 before SGA scored the last eight points of the game. So to all you Dylan Brooks naysayers out there, Sokka's finest is back in the building, baby. Whatever that means to you. I'm not sure if there was such a thing as a Sokka finest. No offense if it's a Sokka, by the way. Argy Bear is from there. Oh, Argy Bear is a good player. He he might be Miss Saga's finest. After this you know, game, so is Dylan Dylan Brooks. Uh, Dylan Brooks is no longer gonna make fun of him on this show. I'm not trying Miss Saga's finest yet. I want to see it. I want to see it against Slovenia. If he can, if he can do a job on Luka Doncic, then Cajun, then I will say Miss Saga's finest. But until that moment, well then, that's, that's, he will, that's... he's got something to prove to me. I want to see it against Slovenia. He arguably was the second biggest reason why the Canada Canada moved on to the quarters and now qualified for the Paris Olympics, which is kind of like surreal to say, given their fertility at at these events. Cajun, I can't even. I'll be honest here, and this is this is more me than anything else. I think he was the biggest reason, and here's why: because SGA had the most points, obviously, but that's expected. You expect SGA to play well. If SGA does not play well, then Canada is not going to win. That's the reality. Without yeah. Jamal Murray, without Jamal Murray, if SGA does not play well, Canada is not going to win. So SGA has to play well. Has to play well. RJ Barrett should play well. Doesn't have to, but should. And then the third spot is between what? Lou Dort, Kelly Olinick, now Dylan Brooks, and maybe Dwight Powell. If you want to include him in that, like in that tier, but you know it's between I might more in my my opinion more Dort Brooks and Olinick to see who's the third wheel of this Canadian offense behind Barrett 
and, S- and SGA. And tonight it was Brooks, and it was Brooks in a big way. Dylan Brooks had over 20 points, second-leading scorer on the Canadians. He was big throughout the entire game, hit the three to tie it, I believe, if my brain's it was, telling me it correctly. Was. the game at 80. So, you know, Dylan Brooks was big for Canada, was big. Kelly Olenek didn't have a great game, which happens, but was big. Yep. So I think he was the biggest reason why Canada wins, because, again, without Dylan Brooks playing that well, Canada is not here. If Dylan Brooks does not drop 22, if Dylan Brooks drops 10, then Canada's getting blown out. Because Lou Dort was not there tonight offensively, which, again, we've talked about, that Lou Dort offensively is sporadic. He'll have games of 17, 20, 22, and then he'll have games of three like he did tonight. Yep. So you got to play kind of, you got to, you got to deal with that inconsistent offense with, with Lou Dort. But again, he plays great defense as well as Dylan Brooks. So if you can get one of those two, one of those two defensive stoppers to drop more than 10, closer to 15. And if he hits 20, you're, you're just, that's just money in the bank. If he hits 20. Right. So, I mean, it's just a great performance by Canada in the end. And we did complain a lot throughout this game because, again, you can't go down that big this early. You know? But they showed resilience. They showed some heart and desire and some passion and came back and won the fourth quarter big and won the game. And now they're off to the Olympics in 2024 next year. They're off this quarterfinals against Slovenia in two days' time, I believe, which we will bring to you again. Hopefully my Wi-Fi is fixed by that point, but we will bring you, we will bring you that. Yep. And... We'll see how far this Canadian team can go, Cage. And final thoughts before we go, Cage. Canada quarterfinals. Canada going to the Olympics. Big win over Spain by three, eighty-eight, eighty-five. Great to finally see a win here for the Canadians. Honestly, it's 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 about time. It's about time. And um, we were talking about this before. Like we were talking about this. At halftime, that the biggest problem against Brazil was their offense. This time around, heading into the second half, it was their defense. And for three quarters, that was the case. Canada didn't didn't have an answer for Spain on the defensive end. But then all of a sudden they did. And I don't know if it had if if Ricky Rubio's absence had anything to do with Spain offense grinding to a halt in that fourth quarter it was like that against Latvia um it was it was like that against Canada but yeah I give them credit they made shots difficult those shots that were going in um before weren't the ball movement all of a sudden became grinded to a halt and it became late clock situations and on the offensive side you know SGA is going to get his He's that type of guy. But in a win like in order to win a game like this, you gotta have somebody that you don't expect will step up in such a big way. And Dylan Brooks was that guy. RJ Baird set the tone early. And you could say a lot of stuff offensively as 
my dog out here trying to become I'm trying to be my security guard. Shout out to you, Loki. But what it all comes down to is and we said and we said this before, discipline, defense, rebounding. Fourth quarter Canada had all that working for them. And it led to a win. And in a time where Canadian national sports has been in turmoil, more or less so Canada soccer, this is a welcome sight. This is what can this is what Canada as a nation needed. Let's just ride it and let's just ride the way from here on out. And they're going to need it against Slovenia in just a few days' time when they take on the second-place team from Group K, while Latvia take on Germany. And I'm looking at some other results that have officially come in. It will mean Lithuania play Puerto Rico, or no, pardon me, they will play Italy, while Serbia will play the United States. So U.S. also do not have an easy tie in their, in their quarterfinal because of them coming second. So they have to play the first place team of Group I, which will be Serbia. I wonder. So, who, I, I wonder what it, what happens in the semis then. Like it's who in the semis. It's going to get interesting, Cajun. But regardless of that, let's get through the quarters first, Cajun. Let's look at the semis once Canada and Slovenia touch the floor in I'll say Indonesia, but either in Indonesia, the Philippines, or Japan, where this World Cup is hosted. But that'll be it here for us. For Canada versus Spain, Canada win 88-85. For Cajun Theory with Danny Castle, I'm Spencer Byers. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back for our next episode of Polar Opposites, which will be Wednesday or Thursday. But before that, Canada versus Slovenia will be here, and we'll be breaking it down live to post here on The Outrage.